0: Debbie is everything Marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Marketplace, Marketplace. Debbie is everything Marketplace. Finding the talent is art, I'd say. I leave it to them while I carve my name. Hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Debbie Marketplace Podcast. Kane, Shane, and Ellie back with you again. And today we're going to be talking about a Debbie draft. We got a draft. We haven't done one in a bit. So we're doing a Debbie draft, 24 class, 25 class, 26 class. We'll see if any get drafted worth a shot. There might be a player or two that you've probably heard of uh, nonstop for like a year until he picked a school by chance. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but let's just dive in. Um, Shane, Nelly, who wants to go first? I'll go
1: first. If you just give me the easy pick, Like, I'll take it. Sure. As long as yeah. Nelly so. Sure, sure. Um yeah, so the one oh one and as always we do super flex tight end premium. Yep. So that's you know, that's why this is one oh one. I will take Caleb Williams, quarterback at USC. I think is far and away the best Debbie prospect that's not eligible this year and rushing, throwing he's he's done it all. He's gonna be the number one overall NFL draft pick.
0: Nelly, do you want pick two?
2: Uh, give me pick three.
0: That's not quite the answer I wanted you to have there.
2: Okay, I'll take pick two then. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, There's a big tier, which makes this tough. I'll, I think I'll stick with Trevion Henderson. I think he's had a bit of a down year. Uh, I don't think he's locked and loaded as the running back one in this class like Bijan was in the previous class. But I still think he's there when he's healthy. He had a really good rookie year or freshman year uh, receiving-wise as well and was the top recruit in that class. Test well, just test to get healthy, which I think he will. I think they've been cautious with him this year because of Mayan Williams being able to carry the load. But they'll need him next year. So give me Travion Henderson.
0: So this this one's a tough one for me. I think, uh, I think I'm think i going to go Marvin Harrison Jr. at 103. Um, I think he's just far and away better than any other receiver that we have in the 24 class. Sorry, Xavier Worthy, like I like you, but uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is just better. Um, so I'll take him here um, and hope that he continues to play well so he can be a top five pick and be like that Julio Jones for my team for 8 years.
1: I'm taking Brock Bowers, the 104. I I've tweeted it at first in kind of jest, but now I think it's true. <laughs> Brock, like Brock Bowers is what we want Kyle Pitts to be, have been. Seeing Brock Bowers run the football, seeing Brock Bowers on the boundary. Things that Kyle Pitts didn't do in college that Brock Bowers is doing. And you know, he he literally is playing all positions of the offense of Georgia with with a quarterback that you know it's going to be Sucks. a fourth fifth round pick, like and probably be in, out of the NFL in three years. So uh, I, I think Brock Bowers is an absolute stud. Tight end premium. I think one hundred four is a good spot.
2: Oh man, this class is so tough. Or this group of classes. Um, all right, I think I'm going to go with Amika Um Ooh. I actually, like, up until this past week, I don't know if it held true this past week, but he was leading uh, Marvin Harrison in receiving yards. Um, he's, he's not the same size as Marvin Harrison, but, I mean, he was a higher recruit. He was the number one wide receiver recruit in the class and has produced uh, equivalent to Marvin Harrison Jr., who everyone lauds as the far and away wide receiver one in this class. So, Ohio State wide receiver U., Good production profile, top top wide receiver recruit. Uh, give me him there. Um, I guess I'll just take the
0: easy pick and take quarterback Quinn Ewers at the one hundred and six. Um, like I realize he's not a perfect prof- prospect, we also have to realize that like he's had some really good games in college. Also, he's had some bad games. Like I get it. First year, this is the first year that he's played the entire season. Um, but I still think he's a first round NFL talent, like pretty easily. He has an incredible arm, like he's mobile enough. Um, he ne- obviously needs to do a little bit better at uh, processing some defenses, um, but I think that comes with time. I'm going to take Quinn Ewers,
1: 106. I don't know if this is going to be controversial or not, but Probably. I'm going to take Drake May at the 107, the quarterback for North Carolina. I, I just love what I've seen out of him. You know, he's, he's the one that's kept them in games – Potentially a potential actually playoff team if they went out. Um, 6'5", 210, he can run. I think him and Quinn Ewers are like neck and neck for me in terms of Mm -hmm. Debbie prospects, in terms of NFL draft prospects. I think there's a world where if Drake May can continue this into next year, and we're talking about a top five NFL draft pick, I think the upside's there to take a quarterback like that at the 107.
0: How do you feel if Josh Downs enters the NFL draft?
1: Um, I think it's a little bit scary, you know. I do. I mean, I do like Bryson Nesbitt. I think guys like Gavin Blackwell have been stepping up a little bit. So I'm, just, I think it's the ultimate test next year. Then, if Drake May is legit or not.
2: Yeah, I have actually. So I considered May at 102, and I considered him at 105. It's that exact question that you just asked, Kane. That worries me. And like, we have a, a case with with uh, Sam Howell, where like he was very similar prospect wise going into his junior year lost his weapons and struggled but I think the weapon room will be a little bit better he runs the ball ton too I'd take him over over at or so I definitely would have taken him uh, if you didn't take him there Shane um, 108 here I'll go Xavier Worthy um, all 140 pounds of him um, I, his production is still very very good uh, he's very talented. That that freshman season is still like like one of the best freshman seasons we've seen from a production profile in a long time. So uh, I'm not going to forget about that. I think him with, with Quinn Ewers next year is setting up for a massive year.
0: So I have two guys kind of back-to-back in my rankings here, um, both running backs, and I'm not quite sure what I want to do. Poof! Um, this is tough. Can one of you help me?
1: Like I—I I mean, I know who I want you to take, so I don't have, so I don't have to take them. So, <laughs> but I, I'm gonna take over. You don't. Uh, I know. I know.
0: I know. You, but, they're they're both very good. Yeah. Um, when in doubt, I take the player that uh, uh is in the nfl sooner i'm gonna take raheem sanders at the 109 um he's to me he's almost as good as Trevan henderson like raheem sanders is a very very good player um it does everything for that football team and i think it's pretty clear that we're at least talking like top 75 draft capital if he continues to put up another season like he's doing right now um, which i'm not sure why we he, we wouldn't be able to see that um, sanders very very good i'll take him he's the running back out of arkansas
1: so once i'm going to take nicholas singleton yeah. the running back out of penn state right five-star prospect um, is splitting carries with a player whose name we're probably going to hear later in this draft, uh, potentially. But still, over six yards of carry in the Big Ten. Um, you know he's had double-digit carries in all but one of his games. Like, yeah, you know, they're relying on him. I think he's still a freshman. He's not doing what Travion Henderson did, but one ten, he could really elevate himself here next year.
2: Yeah, I don't know why, but I had. Some blind hope that either of those two Would slip to me, but they didn't So, uh, 111, I'll take Braylon Allen, I think he's a slight tear down from those guys, but he's no slouch Um, Just uber productive On the ground, Wisconsin Running back uh, Massive dude, very young You know the story with Braylon Allen He's just not catching the ball as much as I'd like to see, but You know, you can only ask for so much At the 111 no, I, I get it. Um, 112, I'm going to take
0: a guy that, you know, could be in the conversation for RB1 in the 2025 class. Um, he's a running back out of Ole Miss. It's, so 112 for me, it's uh, Quinshawn Judkins. Yeah, running back out of Ole Miss, the 112. Like, I, he, he's been fast. He can catch the ball. He can <laughs> break tackles. Like He's a really, really good player. He's been doing really well. As a freshman, so I'm going to take him at the 112 here. Um, I think we're going to see a big uh, value gain um, it, from him as we kind of see him rise through the Devi uh, ranks here. Uh, but I'll recap the first round at at the uh, 101, Caleb Williams, quarterback at USC. 102, Trevan Henderson, running back at the Ohio State University. 103, Marvin Harrison, wide receiver at the Ohio State University. 104, Brock Bowers, tight end, Georgia. 105, Ameka Buka, wide receiver at the Ohio State University. They trademarked it, so you have to say it. Yeah. Uh, 106, Quinn Ewers, quarterback at Texas. 107, Drake May, quarterback at UNC. 108, wide receiver Xavier Worthy out of Texas. 109, Raheem Sanders, running back from Arkansas. 110, Nicholas Singleton, the running back from Penn State. One eleven, Braylon Allen, the running back from Wisconsin. One twelve, Quinchon Judkins, um, running back from Ole Miss. Um, And it's worth noting that obviously some twenty three guys will end up going back to school. We're not using them now, Um, so they're some might come back to school. I get it. That happens every year. But for now, if they're 2023 draft eligible, we're going to assume that they're in the 2023 draft class. Will that happen? No. Um, but it's too hard to guess which ones are going to return to school and which ones aren't. So, uh,
1: Shane, you're up to one. I think we're going to go with the safe pick here. I think there's some younger riskier players, but at one I'm going to take will Shipley running back out of Clemson. Every time I watch Will Shipley, he impresses me. The Clemson often stinks and will Shipley is I feel like is the savior sometimes because he's doing some things that um, you know that other people can't do. So I think will Shipley could have it probably be the RB you know three in that class um, but could have a shot at top 70 draft capital.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, 202, I'm going to go Evan Stewart, wide receiver out of uh, Texas A&M. Um, has been having a very strong freshman season despite Texas a and m struggles. Uh, and he's just been getting better this year. I, as I expect him to finish the season strong. He's seen like over 10 targets a game. He, he's, their, he's their guy there. And he was a top two wide receiver in the class. So, I, I mean, I feel safe here and you get upside as well.
0: Uh, so I have two guys kind of back to back my ranking. I going to hope that one kind of falls to me because uh, I can see your rankings because I'm part of the secret chopper program on the discord, Debbie market discord, uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast, like click the link for the discord. It's absolutely free. You can join the secret chopper program get our ranks for like $25 a year and another podcast and analytic database, all that good stuff. Uh, but at the two Oh three. I'm going to go a little safer here, take the wide receiver out of Alabama, Ja'Cory Brooks. And now I know this isn't safe in and of itself, this player, but I think the position is relatively safe. Um, it's a wide receiver at Alabama, going to get a lot of work. Um, he's been playing the best out of those wide receivers, in my opinion. So I'm going to take Ja'Cory Brooks, 203 here. I uh, kind of hate myself for it.
1: I'll, I'll keep their wide receiver run going at the 204. I'm going to take Luther Burden, the wide receiver out of Missouri. Uh, definitely another risky, you know, risky selection. Uh, but Luther Burton's a player who, once like Evan Stewart, was a top recruit. Has flashed. Luther Burton's flashed that talent. He hasn't had the blow up game. Missouri hasn't quite been good enough for that. So, gonna project maybe somewhere else next year. Uh, a talented player that could ascend.
2: Um, it might just be time to spice this up a little bit. I'm going quarterback here and my thought process is, do I go with any of the current freshmen, um, who haven't really shown us anything to, to, and we haven't seen very many flashes. So, um, I'd rather dip into the incoming freshman class. I'll take, I'll take Arch Manning here. Like, I think beyond him being a good football player, like the name value is going to carry value. Like that matters. Um, like, I think this is probably about where we'll see him go in drafts next year as well, just because of that. Um, so, yeah, I guess uh, this might be early, but I think you're going to have to pay this price to get him in, in drafts next year.
0: Yeah, I'll just take a better quarterback, Cade Klubnik. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to be in the NFL a year sooner. Um, to me, it's clear he's a better quarterback than DJU at Clemson. Now, I don't know what old Coach Dab-Dab's doing down there, uh, but he seems to think otherwise, probably because his eyes are crossed or whatever he's doing. Um, but Cade Klubnik's good at football, and they should probably play him more. Um, there's no reason why Kate Klubnik shouldn't be starting next year for every single game.
1: There's no reason he shouldn't be starting right now. <laughs> yeah, but, but
0: Dabble's an idiot. So Dabble, oh. <laughs> you think he's Dabble. gonna all of a sudden smarten up this offseason?
1: season? Like, and the offense is bad. I hope so. I Nick was in so um, two hundred seven. I think I have a couple game. options here. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm just gonna take the last of this quarterback tier, just value-wise. I'm going to take Drew Aller, the quarterback out of Penn State. Um, kind of the same thing. He's clearly better than Sean Clifford, though Clifford's made, had some games. The Ohio State game played well. But I think Drew Aller has the arm, has the the talent, has the size, going to be a starter next year like Kate Klubnik. So you have to hope it can relate to capital, ultimately.
2: Yeah, it's a smart pick. Uh, at the 208 here, I'll go with Donovan Edwards, like who <laughs> I knew he wasn't getting back to me because I know you like him. I have questions about him, but he's come on strong. Uh, he's a very, very good receiver out of the backfield. And, and Blake Corum is all but gone, right? Like he's he's almost definitely going to leave this year. So presumably Edwards steps into a, a massive role there at Michigan, uh, runs the ball as much as they possibly can. Uh, top recruit, um, yeah, give me him.
0: Um, Two hundred nine. I am in a pickle. I I don't know why, but I would my heart set on Donovan Edwards still being there when I pick. Um, but because Nelly broke my heart, I'm going to try and break his. So I'm going to take the wide receiver, the freshman wide receiver from Kentucky, uh, Barry and Brown. He's just good at football, like. You can use him all over the offense, like we talked about him last week or two weeks ago, maybe. He's basically like smaller, or excuse me, younger, like Devonta Smith to me. Um, but they're learning how to use him a little bit earlier than than Devonta Smith. So I'm going to take Barry and Brown here. I
1: think he's going to be really good at Kentucky, regardless of who's the quarterback. Two ten. I- I'm going to match Nicholas Singleton, my Penn state running back from previous with his running mate, Katron Allen, running back out of Penn state, Katron Allen, three touchdowns against Indiana. He's been running very effectively, um, in these past couple games for Penn state and, you know, looked really good against the highest state's defense against Minnesota's defense. I I think this is, I think we could have a pair of guys, um, that are NFL talents in Keaton Allen and Nicholas Singleton.
2: Um, Two eleven here. I'm going to go with Troy Franklin, wide receiver at Oregon, um, yeah. who is seemingly going under the radar a little bit, but he's having a very good year as uh, Bo Nix's number one wide receiver. Um, tall, lanky dude, good good speed. He's a great deep threat, and he was like one of the top five uh, wide receivers in the class last year. Coming in, he was just a little bit quiet as a freshman and. I feel like being out west, his his season has gone a little bit under the radar.
0: Um, I'm gonna stick to wide receiver here, just like Nelly. I'm gonna take uh, Antonio Williams, the wide receiver at Clemson. Like he's getting a good target share as a freshman. Like at some point, like things have to get better for Clemson. It's hard to imagine them to be this worse, but I suppose with DJU as your quarterback, kind of makes sense. Um, so I'm gonna take him here. And just hope that uh, people like the size, the speed, all that. Um, So let's recap the second round here. Will Shipley running back from Clemson. 202, uh, Evan Stewart running back at Texas A&M. 203, Ja'Cory Brooks, wide receiver at Alabama. 204, Luther Burden, wide receiver at Missouri. 205, Arch Manning, who is uh, committed to Texas. 206, Kate Klubnick, the quarterback. At Clemson, 207, Drew Lar, quarterback at Penn State, 208, Donovan Edwards, running back at the Michigan Wolverines, 209, Barry and Brown, wide receiver at Kentucky, 210, Katron Allen, running back at Penn State, 211, Troy Franklin, the wide receiver at Oregon, and 212, Antonio Williams, the wide receiver at Clemson. Should we go one more round, real quick?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh 301. I guess I will be the tight end guy in this draft for the tight end premium, but I'm gonna take Jatavian Sanders, tight end for Texas, was a a top athlete recruit. Uh now has one, two, three, four, five, six games with at least five receptions. He's he's been a a big target for Texas and looks like uh NFL athleticism and size. Jatavian Sanders.
2: Yeah, it's a good pick. That's where I was going. Um, so I guess alternatively at 302, I'll go Malachi Nelson, um, the quarterback two in this incoming uh incoming freshman quarterback class. Some people think he's the quarterback one. Uh he's walking in the perfect situation. he will sit behind Caleb Williams for a year, uh, be developed out there at USC, have some good weapons around him. Um another one of those situations where it's just it's it's a safe pick to take these incoming quarterbacks because the value is pretty insulated.
0: For the top ones,
2: for, for the, the top, top ones field. specifically, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I don't really like anyone here. I would it's trade hitting that pick.
1: point, it's in that point.
0: I would trade my pick. Oh, jeepers, um. I'm just at a complete pickle. I don't like anyone.
2: I'll take your pick for you if you don't want it. <laughs> <This is laughs> no thanks.
1: No, he just trades for it, just for free. <laughs> uh,
0: I'll just I'll just pull up Nelly, and I'll just take a good quarterback in the 26 class. Um, and I'll butcher his name, but we're working on getting better. Uh, Nicholas, I am Malieva. The quarterback going to tennessee like they're gonna continue to run the exact same offense just instead of Hendon hooker it's gonna be this guy like 6'5, 195 he's a five-star quarterback like another perfect system like if malachi nelson is going into almost the perfect system for him like you have to say about the same thing uh, for this guy so um, i'll take him going to tennessee Clearly, going to put up stats and should increase his dynasty value or his, excuse me, his debbie value.
1: 304. I'll, I'll take someone we've talked about on the podcast, uh, recently. I'm not sure if it's this one or our second pot, uh, but I'm gonna take Mario Williams, wide receiver out of Southern Cal. Um, you know, been a little forgotten about because Jordan Addison, Mario Williams still f- flashing a talent, had such a good year. At Oklahoma, I, I think he bounces back next year with a solid season. 304, I think he can do a lot worse than, than Mario Williams.
2: Yeah, you keep picking me off. That's where I was going. Um, all right, I guess another pivot. 306, I'll go Jaden. not running back at Cal. Um, 305.
1: 305 there, in Nelly.
2: But... Oh, I can't count. Well, I figure I'll just take Kane's pick. Next, as well, uh, <laughs> embarrassing. Um, count between us, <laughs> <laughs> but true freshman running back at Cal, he like came in right away and, and took over that backfield. Uh, and he's catching a ton of balls, he's like running the ball 15 to 20 times a game, catching like four or five passes. It's, it's a good start to his college career.
0: I'm gonna take a 306 Branson Robinson, the uh, running back at Georgia. Uh, he's big and he's good. And people are going to the NFL next year for Georgia. Um, I'm not worried about kind of figuring out if Andrew Paul is going to be a big um, part of that offense when he's fully healthy. But um, I'll take Branson Robinson here and kind of hope that he's kind of that guy for them.
1: Um, I'm going to take another running back, I think, in that class at the 307. I'm going to take uh, Trevor Etienne. Travis Etienne's brother at Florida, when I've watched him this season, I've come away really impressed with the skill set that Etienne brings to the table. Um, I know he's not necessarily the lead back there, but double-digit carries through the last four games, I think Trevor Etienne's starting to get some play, and he's getting some catches uh, against Georgia he did. So that's intriguing to me.
2: Uh, 3 here, I'll stick with the running backs. I'll go Devin Neal, running back at Kansas, bowl-eligible Kansas, um, no longer having field goal post-Kansas. Um, he's, been, he's been very good this year for them, uh, after a strong freshman year last year as well. Um, like Their offense, he, he's one of their top recruits that they brought in, uh, and they've kind of showcased him as such. Um, he he's got good size. He's catching the ball as well, which is, as I've mentioned, something that I look for. Um, so I think here, like, it, it's not a premier program, right? It's Kansas, but uh, I think this is good value here.
0: Um, ugh. I'm gonna take uh, another wide receiver. So at the 309, I'm gonna take another freshman wide receiver from Kentucky. That's Dane key. Like, I just think he and Barry and Brown have been able to do a lot for that offense and make, um, will Levis, everyone's favorite quarterback be better. Um, because they just go up and get the ball, which kind of helps things. I think he's going to be really exciting for NFL teams. I think he's going to probably end up being, you know, probably a second round pick. I'm, I i do not Know if the pure athleticism is there for um, kind of pure athleticism plus production, it's going to be there for a first round pick. Um, But I think that he's going to end up with probably top 75 capital. So I'll take him here.
1: Are we stopping after three? Yes. Okay. Then uh, I I always feel like for the last pick, go a little fun here. I'm probably gonna misspell this in the chat, but uh, 310. I'm gonna take Ronda Gazden, the second wide receiver out of Syracuse. Actually, was a big fan of his father, who's on the staff at Syracuse, coaching him. Former receiver for the Dolphins, but Gadsden's like big, long, athletic, and producing for Syracuse. Kind of a shot in the dark, but I think uh, Gazden's gonna get some some buzz next year.
2: Yeah, ESPN on the broadcast was listening to him as a tight end. You're just loading up <laughs> on the tight ends.
1: Oh well, there you go. I'll I'll take another tight. I'll take the premium <laughs> points.
2: Tight end me. premium. Um, I'll dip back into the quarterback well here, and I guess I'll go back to the incoming freshman class. I'll take Dante Moore, who I think is the 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 last of that top tier. There's maybe one more of those incoming freshmen, um, but he's going to Oregon. I, I think what we see is I think we see Bo Nix come back for one more year and we see Dante Moore, um, we see Dante Moore sit for a year, which I think would be ideal for them and for him. Uh, but that system is proving to be really strong. Kenny Dillingham, their offensive coordinator is just dominating the PAC 12 right away. Um, and again, it's just, uh, it's a conceptual thing for me with taking these, these top quarterbacks.
0: Um, I'm going to take, a player that I think everyone knows, I really really like. He hasn't had a chance to play yet because he's been injured. Um, but I'm still I still believe in Travante Citizen, uh, the running back going to Miami. Like he's just a really good player, and I know he was hurt, didn't get to play. But I'm hoping that when he comes back next season, that he'll kind of take over that uh, backfield and just make Miami better. Um, I think that'd be beneficial to just about everyone on that team. So I'll take him here, Travante Citizen, at the three twelve. Uh, Let's just recap this third round before Shane teaches us something real quick. Uh, 301, Jatavian Sanders, tight end at Texas. 302, Malachi Nelson, uh, quarterback committed to USC. 303, Nicholas Aya Malieva. There it is. uh, Quarterback uh, committed to Tennessee. 304, Mario Williams, the wide receiver at USC. 305, Uh, Jaden Ott, the running back at Cal, 306. Branson Robinson, the running back at Georgia, 307. Trevor Etienne, the running back at Florida, 308. Uh, Devin Neal, the running back at Kansas. 309, Dane Key, the wide receiver at Kentucky. 310, Aronde Gadsden, the second wide receiver at Syracuse, wide receiver slash tight end. Uh, 311, quarterback Dante Moore, um, who is committed to Oregon. And 312, Toronto Citizen, the uh, running back at
1: Miami. So I've been trying to go kind of around the world with some of my recent history minutes and Africa is always an interesting one to me. So I was was doing some research today and found this and I was like, this is perfect. Um, African cities and empires, one of their primary gifts we're talking for like a thousand years when visiting another place was to send a giraffe. Like that was the gift that you sent uh, the first recorded is in 619 AD, the Nubian Empire sent a giraffe to the Persians, uh, 1209 Ethiopia to Cairo and Egypt. Um, there's one in 1246. But maybe the most infamous in 1414, uh, Malindi, which is a Kenyan city, ambassadors brought a giraffe on a ship to China. And apparently the Imperial Court of China like went nuts. Like people wanted this giraffe. Uh, they wanted this gift, and so I thought that was kind of cool. I, because uh, you know what, I will be down to get a giraffe as a gift, and uh, we'll let's let's bring that back.
0: That's fair. I feel like that that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't want a giraffe?
0: <laughs> um, let's just get into these buys and sells here. Um, Nelly, you want to go first?
2: Yeah, I can go first here. Um, I guess I'll start off with my buy, and it was probably who I would have gone next in the draft. Uh, and that's Connor Wegman, quarterback at Texas A&M. Uh, he didn't play this past week because he had the flu, but I believe he's going to get that job back uh, once, once he's healthy, which he is. Now, he looked good in his first start this past week. He looked solid um, in his in his relief performance the week before, so... I mean, we have a pretty. I mean, all we've seen from him so far at the college level has been pretty solid. Now he's a he's a former five star. He's like he was one of the top guys in the previous year. He's got some solid athleticism too. Now there's not much right going on at Texas A&M right now, um, but if there's anything going on right there, it's 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 Connor Wegman throwing the ball to Evan Stewart, um, and I guess also Devin Chain, um, but. Anyway, I think he's a I think he's a good buy right now, just because he has that Texas A and M tag on him, and um, people don't like that. Um, sell wise, um, you mentioned him earlier. I think I'd sell Nick Singleton right now if I had him, uh, and it's not because I don't think he's very good. It's just that like. I think strategically or not even strategically, I think the, the Debbie community likes to elevate the white, the running back one in the class to like another level. It's kind of what happened with Travion Henderson last year after, because we saw Bijan do it, right? Bijan was elevated right away and Travion Henderson was very good last year and he was elevated. Now I think people are viewing Nick Singleton in that view, maybe not in this draft. He went later here than I think he would in most spaces. Um, But I, I, I would rather sell him for a 2024 guy that we had talked about, maybe taking him like Raheem Sanders. Like I think you could sell Nicholas Singleton for Raheem Sanders in, in most places. Um, unknown wise, I guess unknown wise, I don't know what to do with the Alabama quarterbacks next year. Like I think either Ty Simpson or Jalen Milrow is going to provide a, a massive rise in value based on who wins that job. Um, but like I think Ty Simpson has the higher ceiling for Debbie purposes, but Milro was the backup this year, uh when Young got hurt. So like it's one of those situations I don't really know how to handle for Debbie purposes. They're also bringing in two upper four star freshmen. So who knows what's gonna happen with that? But that's just one of those situations that I'm trying to navigate. Shane, how about you?
0: You're muted.
1: I was saying I think it's gonna be Milro. I think is gonna be the guy for Alabama, so that's what I would do. Uh and some NFL buy sells here for me. Uh my buy is Gardner Minshew. Really expensive right now. <laughs> but you know, I'll I'll keep saying this. I'm sure I'll bring his name up again, but buying free agent quarterbacks is a good strategy in Superflex. Like Buy Gardner Minshew for a last round pick for a bench running back. He's going to be a free agent. Teams need quarterbacks. There's a good chance he at least rises in value and you can sell him for more than that um, if he gets signed. So I would, I've would i been buying him up, signing him if he's on your waiver wire, like just stash him in a any Superflex league. Uh, my sell is, is Kenneth Walker. And once again, not that I don't like Kenneth Walker. I think he'll be a very good running back, but I think you could get Brees Hall in a second. Um, we had uh, a secret shopper and Darren sold. I think Kenneth Walker and Rondale Moore for Brees Hall in a second. I, I think that's a good deal. Uh, I think Brees is a, a little more talented. Um, I think Walker is a good player, but give me a little juice on top. I think they're equal. I think you can get that right now. Am I unknown? We talked about him pretty thoroughly on our second podcast. Is Justin Fields? I, I like he's blowing up. I mean, he is a QB1 over the past 4 weeks or so. Uh like is that going to stick? Is is he going to regress? It feels like the offense has kind of opened up and they figured things out. Um I could see buying him, the upside's huge. We know the talent's there. I could also see he's sell selling high. I don't quite know what to do.
0: Um, So I have a mix of uh, Devi and NFL players here. My buy is Devin Achain. Like, if you watch that game, it's pretty frickin' clear that he's the best player on the field. Like, he's very good when he touches the ball. Like, in the first half of that Texas A&M game, they're winning. When he touches the ball less in the second half, they're losing. Um, they should, a, a, if they want to win, just give them the ball more That seems to be effective um, b he's crazy fast we're going we there, there's potentially going to see some records broken when he runs that 40. Uh, a lot of people are going to be scared away by his size if they're going to be scared by anything um, but I think we're seeing right Jay. maybe we should have top 100 draft capital here with that speed pretty easily
1: I think, I think it's yeah, very very possible.
0: Um, my cell is George Kittle. Um, if I had the opportunity, I would sell him for like any of the three guys below him. Plus, because I think you're just going to get more fantasy points. That'd be like Dallas Goddard, TJ Hawkinson, Pat Fryermuth, And even if you get the same points, you're getting a plus on top. So, um, I would just get rid of George Kittle. because I'm tired of dealing with injuries. And, um, I, I feel like he's been back a few weeks. So we're kind of past the injury concerns. Uh for now until he gets hurt again uh, my unknown is an ohio state guy uh mine williams like i i just don't know like why is he playing as many snaps as trevian henderson we know like is he as talented as trevian henderson i i don't think so but like the ohio state coaching staff does it seems like i i just don't know what to do like is he good is he top 100 draft capital and it'll make me mad? Maybe. I don't know. Shane
1: makes sense. I, I wish I had clarity on that. I do think that my Williams, a very different skill set that is very good. And Trayvon Henderson's been banged up. So I, I don't think it's out of the question, guys. Like my Williams, Roshan Johnson, Texas go in the third round of the NFL draft. And that would be kind of bonkers. <sighs>
0: Here we go again.
1: Well, yeah, you know, you know the old saying, right? Every 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 running back's a day two running back. So it's easy to say, but tough to make oh happen. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me through that
0: process again. We're oh, at God. about
2: 24 yeah. day two running backs next year. <laughs> Not every running
0: back's a day two. Uh, we're going to see this all again. Um. Also, if you see anyone tweet this person, the day two running back, please share it in the Discord. Um,
1: Do we need a whole channel just for day two running backs? We
0: even have, if you hit like exclamation mark, and put in the running back's name it'll say like that running back's a day two running back <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty good um but uh that's it for all of us here at the uh debbie marketplace make sure you join the discord um catch up with what we're doing we're going to be doing uh some more debbie drafts soon as soon as we uh kind of get into that so you're ready for your debbie drafts and kind of have those picks kind of lined up uh make sure you dive in so we can talk about trades we can talk about Uh, c2c start sits we can do all those fun things Uh, so make sure you check that out but that is all of it here for uh debbie marketplace we just want to say thanks so much for listening and we appreciate every single one of you